Everybody's ready to go. We'll go ahead and start with George Tech head coach Jeff Collins. Coach, if you could open with the statement sure. before we have questions. Uh, hard fought football game. Uh, our guys played hard. Uh, we talked all week that the margin of error um, as we're building this thing is small. And you see that late in the third quarter, the score is 17 to 10. Uh, we get down to the two yard line, about to tie the thing up going into the fourth quarter. And margin of error being small, we fumble. Uh, they recover it, run it back down to our end of the field, get a field goal, the score is 20 to 10. Uh, but proud of the way the guys fought, proud of the way that they played. Uh, give them credit, that defense is really good. Uh, they've got a lot of really good players and they play at a at a high level, so first of all, I want to give credit uh, to them. And uh, all week we knew how good number two was, and uh, obviously he showed that uh, tonight. Their receiver French, and as a punt returner, uh, did some good things uh, for them. So got to give them credit. Uh, but just as we go throughout our processes and as we're building this program, at the beginning of every week we are trying to work to increase the margin of error through our preparation, through our effort, uh, fundamentals, technique, all of those things. And uh, we'll continue to do that uh, as we get better. Uh, some guys that, that stood out, I was really proud of Jaquez Jackson, uh, Bruce Jordan Swilling. I think it was alluded to earlier in the week uh, that he's out for the season, so that is true. So uh, him and Charlie Thomas um, have played probably 99% of the Willie linebacker snaps uh, throughout this entire year, and uh, Charlie was limited. Uh, he got hurt uh, at the last game and uh, was limited. So Jaquez came in there after all he's been doing is playing Mike linebacker since we got here and stepped in admirably um, at the Willie linebacker position. Um, obviously, if it's a new position, there's going to be some things uh, that you know we're going to want to have back, but he's going to get better. He's a really good player and just really proud of him, um, you know, how he handled those things. We made a point of emphasis, and we've been making it for a while, that we need to create turnovers and that we need to get the ball. And I thought our guys did that at a high level. And uh, I think it's the third game in a row we've had a blocked kick. And I'm so just obviously proud of our special teams coaches and the way our guys approach special teams uh, since we play such a huge emphasis um, on that phase of the game. So getting turnovers was a big deal. Uh, we did that, just the thing that, you know, looking back, we need to capitalize on those turnovers. So I don't know how many points we got in the first half. Uh, so we got seven points off of those three turnovers. Uh, so we need, obviously, to get more uh, to increase our margin for error. Uh, but one of the biggest things I was proud of, and I just spent a long time uh, with the team talking about it. Six months ago, we had a workout called the program workout. And you guys know our off season's uh, pretty intense. Uh, we do a lot of creative things. Uh, to build a culture, to build a football program. And we had a workout called the program. And the first night of the program, we put them in some situations that are going to be very hard to accomplish. And they weren't able to do it. And the chaos that we would create and the, uh, the things that were happening uh, forced them to, to crack mentally. They were bickering with each other. They were losing composure. And that was six months ago. And in the offseason, over the summer, Coach Corral and our strengths have to do an amazing job. And you guys have been to our practice. It's chaotic. There's a lot of things that are going on. Six months ago, I don't know if we would have been able to handle the situation that we were in tonight. But they did. 
They were able to stay in the moment. They were able to maintain composure um, when some things were happening outside of their control, and they kept battling and kept fighting. So the, what we do and why we do it, the chaotic situations and the mayhem uh, that we put them through, um, help them be able to handle those kind of things. Obviously, would wish it was a better result. Uh, wish it would have been a win. Uh, obviously, wish we hadn't, you know, lost the ball on the goal line going into the fourth quarter. But we learn from those things and we build from those things. And uh, just really proud of uh, that group of guys. And I know they're going to come back to work tomorrow uh, with the right mindset, the right mentality, and uh, to get better. So, with that, questions? Please raise your hand. Get a microphone. Uh, two things kind of popped in my mind at the end of the first half. It's about 43 seconds, 45 seconds, and you opt to pocket your timeout and go into the half. Yep. Kind of, can you explain that? And then sure. also coming out with Lucas in the second half. And Kind of what went into that. Yeah, so um, first question, we knew we were getting the ball back, um, so we just wanted to get into the halftime. Um, we knew we were going to start the second half with kickoff return, and uh, so you know we made that decision. Um, and then, you know, I think it's safe to say um, there were some, some balls that James wishes he could have back. Um, James has played really, really well from us, for us, and uh, he's a competitor. And uh, just in the first half, some of the things, some of the throws just weren't there. And uh, so we brought him in halftime, talked him through it. He settled down, uh, had a great attitude uh, when we told him that Lucas was going to get the call in the second half. And uh, Lucas did some good things. And one of the things that I'm proud of, and I looked over and James, as Lucas is in there, it's very easy in this world to get negative. It is very easy in this world when something happens uh, that you might not like to sit there and pout and be a bad teammate and have a bad attitude and it affects other people. James Graham did not do that. He was the consummate teammate. He was cheering for Lucas. Uh, he was excited to see Lucas back out there playing because he hasn't been playing in a couple weeks after he's been uh, getting back healthy. And uh, I was really proud of him how he handled that moment. Then we lose Lucas. If James Graham sits there when Lucas goes back and has a bad attitude and he pouts and he sulks, when he gets in there, he's not going to be able to play at a high level. The James Graham that came back in the second half was the James Graham that we had been seeing. I mean, that balls were on the money, so I think it was a learning experience for him. Let's not forget he's a redshirt freshman. And to show that kind of character uh, in that kind of environment uh, I thought was pretty special. Um, those are the kind of things in this program that we value, uh, being a great teammate, and that kind of messaging and that kind of belief, belief system that our players have pays off in moments like that. So I thought it was, I thought it was special. And uh, you know, Lucas came in there and did a good job, uh, obviously, until he got, he got banged up. Rob? First, first half, there, uh, they had some receivers running free. What changes did you make? It seemed like as the game went on, that, that went away. Yes, I mean, it's, uh, you know, if you've sat down and watched their offense, um, there's a million different formations. They're going to give you a million different looks. And uh, so there's some looks that they hadn't shown. And, uh, you know, obviously the communication, uh, and I, I go back to the Willie Backer thing, there are some things that Charlie and Bruce have cumulative reps at uh, in our scheme and in our system that protect those certain things. 
and Jaquez will get better, and Jaquez will learn from it, and some other guys um, will as well. Um, but nobody panicked. They got to the sideline, listened to Coach Stacker and the defensive staff who do a magnificent job uh, with our defense and uh, got them corrected, got them fixed. Guys were able to have composure and uh, be able to listen, make the corrections, and come out back out there and play uh, a really, really good second half. But it's a, it's a lot of things that they do um, that we've got to you know make adjustments, and we did that. Coach, I noticed that there were a lot of runs up the middle. What were kind of your – why did you see so much of that as opposed to like going around the perimeter? Talking about from Pitt's offense. From Georgia Tech's offense. I noticed that there were scramble plays up the middle and Mason seemed to really favor the middle as well. Yeah, so I mean it goes back to the schematic things that they do. Um, you know, they're a press quarters team and there are a lot of things that we were doing um, that were affecting the overhang linebackers and the nickels. And uh, if they were open, we'd take it. If they were not open, we'd, or if they were defending the run, we'd throw it. If they were dropping out to get to the coverage, we would run it. And I thought we had some success uh, with that and missed some, some plays that were wired with the RPOs off of it um, early that would have been big gains for us. Um, but they just we just kept plugging away and trying to get better. But let's never discount uh, that, that that's a really good defense, really good players. So I just go back to it. Um, just wanted to establish the run. We had RPOs built off of it, and uh, some of them just weren't connecting. Um, and then they've got a really good front four. They got a really good front seven, and uh, trying to get movement on them. Um, you know, at times it was really good. At other times we didn't have success, but credit goes to them, uh, you know, as well. Our guys will get better, and they have every single week, and we'll continue to do that. I thought that Wanye probably had his best game sure. as a defensive player. And he's a guy who's been kind of up and down in terms of, you know, starting or not starting, coming off the bench, playing a lot of snaps, playing less snaps, game to game, that kind of thing. What, what did you see from him today and kind of what got him back in the groove? So first of all, uh, we don't worry about who starters are. We don't talk about starters in this program. Uh, we talk about guys that are going to contribute at a high level. And when we come in tomorrow and we go and evaluate the tape, uh, there will probably be upwards of six safeties that played and played at a high level. Um, so we don't worry about who starters are or anything like that. We worry about guys that are great teammates and will play at a high level uh, for this program. And I thought Wanya, I will agree with you, I thought Wanya had a really good night. And uh, and that the interception he made at the beginning of the game, I mean, that is textbook what we teach in this program. Uh, we close the middle of the field. We get depth to the post. We play leverage on the slots. We leverage it back to the post safety. And then Juan Ye is a tremendous athlete with tremendous range and was able to read the quarterback, get an early break on the ball, which is what we teach, and uh, made a really nice play. Um, but I thought he was able to stay in the moment for the most part uh, throughout the game. And he's still a young player. Um, you know, he's only a sophomore. And he's going to continue to get better with what we do and how we do it. And, uh, but, but really proud of him. Looking ahead, Coach, what are your biggest, uh, I guess, points of emphasis uh, to assure a victory against the division leader? Uh, all we do is worry about ourselves. Um, we will get in here tomorrow morning, 
We'll look at the things that we need to do better. Uh, we'll bring the guys in the afternoon. We'll have meetings go over in detail uh, the things that we need to do to be a really, really good football program. And uh, the guys are, are amazing in how they can regroup and, and the buy-in, uh, the belief system that they have in what we do and how they just go out there every single day to get better. And I know they're going to come in tomorrow with that same attitude and that same mindset. But, you know, every single thing that we do um, as we've been building this program, uh, every day we can't waste uh, in the process of being an elite program. So tomorrow we will take the opportunity to learn from today, uh, move forward uh, tomorrow to get better, and to try to increase the margin of error uh, so we can just play fast and free uh, against a really good, really good football team. A couple more for Coach Collins. Rod, Rod you go ahead. You, uh, you score the touchdown in the first half, and then the uh, kickoff goes out of bounds. Does that take momentum away from you, or how did you see the players react after that when you gave them good field position? Yeah, I mean, I think you just watch our guys. Um, the way they're learning about our culture and how we do things is, and you'll see the defensive guys doing this all the time, regardless of the circumstance, just put the ball down and let's play. Uh, put the ball down, whatever it is, uh, you know, it's very easy when it's 17 to 10 and we're about to score going into the fourth quarter to tie it up and it goes and it flips the field down in our end zone. Uh, people that don't have a strong mindset and have the propensity to be negative or woe is me or whatever would just let go of the rope and just let them walk in to score. Our guys did not do that. It's probably the worst thing that happened in the game, but our guys just regrouped forced them to lose 10 yards, and the kid made a great kick uh, to go up by 10. But our guy, defensive guys, their mindset is, here's what the task is at hand. We're going to play it one play at a time. Something bad just happened. It doesn't matter what can we control now. And they went out there and controlled the situation. And, you know, those kind of moments, uh, those kind of things are something to build on. And uh, you know, really proud of the guys the way they're learning to do that. Because um, early in the season, we would not have been able to do that. But now we are. And now we just got to make sure that we don't put ourselves in those disadvantageous uh, predicaments that we have to respond that way. And uh, I believe that they will. And uh, they will keep fighting and playing and get ready to play in a big-time game on the road on Saturday. Kelly, last one. Kind of two, two things. One, um, the red zone offense and just literally had just about every possible bad thing that can happen happen this year, probably less five or six touchdowns in various weird ways. Uh, have you seen like <coughs> your careers or stuff you can do there? And then the other thing is at the Temple, particularly you guys were known for uh, goal line packages with different personnel and those kinds of things. We haven't really seen that this year. Is that something that's still in the works or something that needs to be thought about at this point? Or kind of, what are your thoughts on both the red zone and the goal line offense? Uh, we are getting better every single week. There's no stone that's left unturned. And I'm going leave it, to leave it at that. The guys are working really, really hard. Um, we're going through every possibility to get different body types engaged on every side of the ball. Um, but the, the coaches are very creative, uh, focus on fundamentals, 
focus on being the best program we can be. And, uh, you know, so the, the guys are doing that. And uh, that's it. Ken, you're look like you're one. Pretty good. Uh, you got one. For you, I got, I got time, Ken. Um, there were the, the, the 12 men on the field penalties, and you had the, the, the crackback blocks on you, and, and I'm sure those are things that you're working on. But how, like, as far as getting better at that, like, what, what do you do, and how do you move okay. There are rules that are in place. Um, whenever there's an offensive substitution, I'm just call, talking general college football. I'm not talking specifics about tonight. I'm talking general college football rules. If the opponent, if an offense subs personnel, just the mechanics of it, the referee stands over the ball, doesn't let the offense snap the ball to give the defense time to run a player out so that you can have a sub, uh, that is the rules of the game. We know the rules of the game. We abide by the rules of the game. We execute at a high level the rules of the game. So I just, that's, you know, what we do, we do a really good job. Our coaching staff does a really good job uh, understanding the mechanics and uh, exercising those mechanics uh, in games. So I can't speak specifically uh, what happened out there tonight, obviously, and uh, we'll not do that. So. Thanks, Coach. Thank you.